Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Friday the 12th of August. I am Curtis Morton. Out of Charlestown Nevis, less than one week after assuming the post of Prime Minister of St. Kitts and Nevis, Honorable Dr. Terence Jew has indicated that he has had preliminary talks with the political leaders of the Governing Concerned Citizens Movement, CCM, and the Opposition Nevis Reformation Party, NRP. Let me say that I have communicated with the Premier of Nevis. I've also communicated with the leader of the NRP. And I've said to, to the Premier, as I've said, remember what I said in when I was sworn in, I mentioned the issue of Nevis. I said that that issue, it needs to be resolved. And I am very, very, um, I'm taking that very seriously. And I will sit with the Premier of Nevis and we have to find a way to hammer out the tough issues. The tough issues of CBI revenues, the tough issues that deal with aspects of the Constitution that really need to be um, dealt with so that we can have a better relationship. So that these matters, they don't raise their head again. And I've said, I know they had what you call a Charlestown Accord, but then we see that you know, people weren't you know, respecting it, saying that it's not worth anything. So anything we do has to be done um, in a legislative framework that would have the strength to survive. Um, and therefore, that is how I think we have to move. But I'm committed to resolving these issues. And where there are uh, inequities or where there are uh, any sense of mistreatment and not be given a fair share, we have to deal with those type of issues. So we have to deal with it fairly so that Sinkitz feels satisfied and Nevis feels satisfied. Out of basis, and Kitts Prime Minister of St. Kitts and Nevis, the Honorable Dr. Terence Jew, has issued an invitation to the general public to attend the swearing-in ceremony of his cabinet on Saturday, August 13th at 4 p.m. at the Warner Park Cricket Stadium, where ministerial portfolios will be assigned. We are inviting the whole country to come out and to see that inauguration when our ministers would be named and their various ministries will be given out as well. Prime Minister Jew stated. During an interview with a local media house on Tuesday, Prime Minister Jew said that a circular making the rounds on social media outlining ministerial assignments is not reflective of what I have planned. However, he confirmed his thinking as it relates to the Ministry of Education. I can clearly say that people know that Dr. Jeffrey Handley will be the Minister of Education, he said. The Prime Minister, a medical doctor by profession, added, Very likely, I can also say that I will take the Ministry of Health. Five other members of the St. Kitts and Nevis Labour Party were elected during the August 5, 2022 federal elections. They are Dr. The Honorable Jeffrey Handley, Honorable Marsha Henderson, Honorable Conris Maynard, Honorable Samuel Duggins, and the Right Honorable Dr. Denzel Douglas. We go to break and when I come back, we'll have news on the regional scene. Women of the Federation of Silkita Nevis, I have a message for you. Not because you may be fatter and bigger than the man in your life, means that you should beat upon him every now and again and physically hurt him and make him a laughing stock for those who have little or no understanding. God designated the man as the head of the home and women, you ought to respect him as such. Love your man, 
and give him the support he deserves. Abuse in any of its forms is against the law and God will judge accordingly. I am Curtis Morton Sr. and I endorse this message. Out of Montserrat, Governor Her Excellency Sarah Tucker is encouraging self-sustainability in the face of unprecedented high food and fuel prices. Governor Tucker says that she is very much aware that the government of Montserrat is cognizant of the challenges faced by the people of the island struggling with inflation. However, while speaking on the program in the hot seat on Wednesday, she indicated that the government is limited by what it can do because of the budget. I know, I know that Judge uh, Pemming came out and talked about, about different ideas there. I know that Cabinet discussed that. I'm not going to break Cabinet confidentiality yet. But, okay. but I do know that the government are, are cognizant of the challenges everybody's got. That people themselves, we're all, we're all struggling. Um, and we'll do the best they can within, within the costing envelope. But there isn't, there isn't you know, a magic money tree. So if, if funding is available for something, it has to come from somewhere else. So it's a question of prioritisation. And I think that people have to recognise that, that if you, if you have help and support in one area that wasn't budgeted for, and this is unbudgeted spend, mm -hmm. then, then where does it come from? You know, it has to come from somewhere else. So we have to give, give governments and governors a bit of a break on that. We don't, you know, we, we don't have, uh, we don't have big buckets of cash, unfortunately, it's that unfair. But I, I, you know, I think everybody recognises the challenges that everybody's having. It's a, it's a truly difficult time. And out of Georgetown in Guyana, murder suspect Suraj Ganpat has reached out to the relatives of his ex-wife, Cindy Ramchadar, and explained in a confession why he stabbed her. We get this Guyana Newsroom report. She won't be okay? You, you not bore him this morning? She gonna be okay? You bore him this morning? I asked a question. How much time you bore okay? him this morning? Then I go tell you. Yeah, I know. Yeah? I, I think three. Three times you bore him? Suraj, you said you bore him? Yeah, for my mama. Which part of your body you bore him? I don't know, his belly or something. You've been really loved, Cindy, Suraj? Yeah, but I didn't make this happen. No, no. You've been Why really loved, Suraj? Suraj, you've been really loved, Cindy? Yes. Where you bore him for then? Why I didn't listen? Why not been give some time? Why not been give, give some time for think? Leah, been a come back, baby, Cindy, mommy, been a come back there this month. Why not bring him some time for relaxing mind? She not gonna come. No, until November she gonna come. No, me bring forward she ticket for come back this she, month. She not want to stay here. And listen, Mama tell me, Cindy, you're somebody else. I see somebody else this morning. Mama can't tell you that. Yes. Where you, what proof you get, Mama? Call you. Send him and give me. Then I believe you. Yeah. Why you get a mind for bore Cindy? Because. Me tell she, Pandi. Mama tell me that how Cindy get I see somebody else. Cindy ni get nobody. Then pick ni dana go nobody house beside go for pumpkin. Cindy na go nobody house beside where you what am I go market a little bit and what am I go bring pumpkin come for play with them and fatso and that's it. Beach. Then I need beach. And then be na beach. Yes, then be na beach. I be tell them for go beach. Yeah, that's the life you want.
and internationally out of Seoul in South Korea. Seoul has vowed to move some of the city's poorest families out of the underground and semi-subterranean homes after 13 people were killed in flooding caused by record-breaking rainfall this week, sparking public horror and calls for government accountability. The deaths, which included a family who drowned after becoming trapped underground, have spurred the South Korean capital to put an end to people living in Banjiha homes, the often cramped and dingy basement apartments made famous by the movie Parasite. South Korean capital Seoul is battling rainfall like never before. At least eight people have died and around six are reported missing in and around Seoul after torrential rain knocked out power and left roads and subways completely submerged. The southern part of Seoul received more than 100 millimeters of rain every hour on Monday, while some parts of the city received 141 millimeters of rain. According to the weather department, the hourly rainfall in the South Korean capital is one of the worst in 80 years. Visuals on your screen now show the emergency crew working overnight to clean up the damage caused by the rainfall. Dramatic images also show people wading through waist-deep water, with metro stations overflowing and cars half-submerged. Meanwhile, authorities have cited concerns over further damage as the weather department has predicted torrential rain for a second day in a row. As of now, most of Seoul's metropolitan area subway services are back to normal. However, around 80 roads and dozens of riverside parking lots are closed due to safety concerns. Now to our weather update. The local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8 p.m. today, Friday the 12th of August. The weather today, partly cloudy to cloudy with a 40% or moderate chance of showers. The winds east 17 to 30 kilometers per hour or 10 to 18 miles per hour. The seas 1.2 to 1.5 meters or 4 to 5 feet. Now to our four-day weather forecast. A tropical wave will move across the area by today Friday into Saturday. This will increase the chance of a few showers across the area. Meanwhile, another tropical wave will move across the area by late Saturday into Sunday. I am Curtis Morton wishing you a marvelous day and a wonderful weekend.